Okay, you asked for it. I got DMs from you asking me after last week's episode if I could air a behind-the-scenes coaching session with my own voice coach, Catherine Beck. This is a little vulnerable for me, but we're going to do it. And you're going to learn so much when you listen into our role play and hear Catherine calling me out on the unconscious voice habits that keep me at times from connecting with you. And when you walk away from this episode, you'll be able to take what you learn and apply it both to your podcast and everywhere in your business that you use your voice. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. So you, you're obviously very good at reading at scripts, but I, I think what's happening is the script is getting in the way because you're focusing so much more on how, how will this land in order to serve, you know, like subconsciously sounding, you know, as the, the, the expert. And so if we can shift the intention, whatever you, you, you talk about is to really commit it to being about the other person and connecting to them and serving them. It shifts how we communicate the messaging because right now the messaging is coming from a need to be seen and heard as the expert instead of mm-hmm. a need to serve this person. Yes. So what would you normally say in the teaser? And I think for this, I just, I want to be more conversational. Like normally I would type something out that's like, do you ever struggle to close people on sales calls? Whatever. But like, if we were just talking, I would be like, have you ever had one of those moments where you're on a sales call? And you get to that part where you have to pitch the person. It's time to say how much your program costs. You need to tell them all the details and you deliver all that information. And then there's like this awkward pause and you're not really sure what they're thinking. And the next thing out of their mouth is, let me think about it and get back to you. And it's like the worst feeling because you know that for every call that you have where you don't close that sale, first of all, the chance that you've lost that person is super high. And second of all, that impacts the revenue in your business. And this is a big problem. And I've been there, like so many of us deal with this. And so I'm excited today because we've got Anthony Garcia back with us, who's going to help us solve this problem. I love it. Super conversational, engaging. I had a smile on my face. It felt like you were talking to me, light and easy, interesting. How did it feel for you? It felt good because it felt like I was just talking. Okay. Well, then that can be the teaser. And then that transitions into the intro. So let me think of how I would like start that. Okay. So Courtney, I'm curious to know more about this Anthony guy. Because I have a problem with discovery calls all the time. So I've got Anthony Garcia back on the show with us this week. And I am so excited that he was willing to do this bonus episode for you. Because last week on this show, he talked about the discovery call process and how to increase your conversion rate simply by being you. Not having a sales pitch, not having a script, but simply by showing up to the call and asking the right questions to get your prospect in the right frame of mind to be ready to buy. And 
if you go back and listen to that episode, which I highly recommend you do, he's going to tell you exactly what you need to say on your discovery calls leading up to the pitch, the point in the conversation where you need to tell the person how much your program costs. And today he's going to show you how to close more people on the call so that you can pitch your program and increase your close rates without feeling like you're twisting people's arm or being all slimy and salesy. Do you want to do that last bit one more time? Because I can tell you're like, oh. Yeah, I was like, that's ah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's the transition piece, right? Where I'm like, okay, how do I transition this? Because okay, when the so, interviews- yeah. so let's focus then on the transition. So that first bit okay. was great. The segue was awesome. So now transition. So, so what do you think the transition needs to be? Yeah. So I want the transition to just be really simple, um, but not corny or not cheesy. I don't want it to be like, so let's hear from Anthony right now. And this is the part too, Catherine, like I struggle with this, where if I am riffing on something or if I don't have a script and I'm kind of off, like off script, mm-hmm. and then it's time for me to transition or like to move somewhere, I will, like my brain will go blank on what I just said. All the things I just said to you in the segue, whatever that paragraph was, like, no idea what I just said. So now you know I want to make sure I'm not like repeating myself. Right. Well, you don't remember because you were you were in the zone. Mm-hmm. And that's so I'm not supposed you, to remember. You're not supposed to remember. <laughs> I thought it was that's just my where, brain. No, that's where you're intuitively speaking from your expertise. And that's where all the goodness is, is when you don't remember. That's when you're you're in the zone. That's what you want to experience. You want to experience that when you're in an interview and chances are you probably have experienced it when you're on a great interview and it's just flowing. You have no idea how, how it went because you're riffing off of each other back and forth instead of like, okay, this is the next question that I've got to ask, but we're totally off topic, right? So you want to experience that. It's exciting. And yet it's also scary because then you go, oh, oh, dear God, I don't know where I am or what I just said. And am I going to repeat myself? And but that's I think you've had so many years of perfectionism that I think you have all the material embedded in your body that you will be just fine. You just have to be, have faith now that you, your brain's going to know like, okay, I've already done that. Now we're on to this bit. I don't think you will repeat yourself. And if you do, it's not going to be the end of the world. So yes, you want to forget. And if you go to, if you're recording and you're like, oh, so you get like, I'm stuck on the transition. Beautiful. Because if you if you do that last sentence like we just did and you went back and you did it a second time and you're still like, mm, it's not quite right. Guess what your audience is feeling as well? That's not quite right. Yeah. So oh that's God. where you're going to lose them. Yeah. So it's beautiful that you recognize that. And so when you're recording and you get to you say something like the transition, you get to the transition, you're like, oh, that's not quite right. Okay, well, let me just take a moment, pause the recording and just write it out. Like, what am I really trying to say here? So get that, you know, let it sink into your body and then just know that it's going to be there. And then again, connect and just let it come out how it wants to come out. Give it a couple of tries. If it doesn't come out and still feels clunky, then just read the transition that you've got on the page. Okay. 
So if you've ever wondered how some people just seem to effortlessly transition to the pitch and close like 50, 60, 70% of people, 80% of people on their calls, like they could sell ice to freaking Eskimos in Alaska, Anthony has those secrets and he's here to share them with you inside this bonus episode. You, you were doubting yourself at the end. You're like, was that all right? Yes. <laughs> I was definitely doubting myself at the end. Okay. okay. Can I just try the end? I feel like the first part was okay. No, because it all goes together. It's all one same energy. Okay. That's good to know too. Yeah. And you can even remember, you can connect to me, connect to whoever, and you can always have a little bit of lead in language to get you there. Okay. So here's the deal, Catherine. This is what you got to do. If yeah. you have ever wondered how some people, even if you want to give your editor a clue, like, okay, so this is what you could go like, okay, so this is what you got to do. I'm going to give you the 411 right now. And if you have ever wondered, like you, that could be your clue to be like, that's yes. the lead in language, like here it starts and then here it like ends. Snap. And he knows that that's it. Yes. Okay. I can try that too. Okay. I think I'm just going to try it with like the lead in language without the snapping. Cause then I start to think about all the things, but like, I think that that will help. All right. So Catherine, if you have ever wondered how some people just seem to effortlessly close whoever shows up to the call, I mean, they've got close rates that are 50%, 60%, 70%, It's like they could sell ice to Eskimos. Anthony knows how to do that. And he knows how to help you do that. And he's here to share those secrets with you today inside this bonus episode. I didn't believe you when you said Anthony knows how to do that. And he's going to show you how to do that. Were you doubting yourself? Okay. So then why, why am I doubting myself at the end? Because I think that the ice to Eskimos isn't your words. You're saying it because I said yeah, it. I'm saying it because you said it. I don't think that's what you would say. Yeah. Okay. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I might say it. You're doubting it. So if you doubt yeah. anything, they're going to subconsciously pick up on it. So if you've ever wondered how to get good at sales calls, like how to close people on a call without feeling salesy or icky or just feeling like you're forcing them into something that they don't want to do, but to close them on a call where they're excited to work with you. They want to be in your program. They're ready to hand over their credit card and be like, here, take my money. Help me solve this problem. Anthony's here to help you do that inside this bonus episode. Almost, but the energy is a little bit pulled back. So you, you want this energy to build instead of pull back. So you want to notice like, yeah. am I pulling back? Am I getting in my head? Am I thinking about it? Because... That's the exact opposite to what you want here. This is to lead them into the interview. So it's got to be enticing, exciting. Do I have well, how would you say this? it to me? Because you're, you're thinking about it. So how would you say it to I'm me? Like, well, if you have sales calls that are not closing, then listen to what Anthony has to tell you inside of this episode, because he's going to help you close those people on the call without feeling like you're forcing them into anything so that you can get them enrolled in your program. See, and now I'm like rambling. That was that, good. Why do I... Why do I do that? That was good. No, like, that was great. In the sentence. But that was that was great. I mean, you're saying things. That was better. Here. It was better. Did you lose sight? So you lost sight of 
the actual words that you were going to say, did you go, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And then you realized it and went like, wait, where am I? Yep. Something like that, probably. So, <laughs> so you just doubted your intuition, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was good. Okay. 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 So I suck at sales calls. What do I do? So if you've ever wondered how to get better at sales calls, how to actually close people when they're sitting there with you without feeling like you're forcing them into anything, and when they're excited to actually get into your program and do the work that they need to do to get the transformation that you're promising them, then pay close attention because Anthony is going to show you exactly how to do that inside this bonus episode. Boom! How did that feel? Much better. Yeah. I was rambling. I was just like, this is it. I'm going to say this and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So you get an idea. Okay. This is, these are like the points that I want to talk about. And then you commit to it. You connect and you commit and it comes out however it wants to come out. But if you're clocking it, you're thinking about it, you're second guessing it. All of that is going to deter people away. Yes. Okay. That's way better. You'll hear the difference. If you go back and you listen to the ones previous to that, it's like night and day. And I feel the difference. Yes. It's what you want. You want to... You want to lean into that feeling and know that that's that's the direction that you want to to head in every time. So now that you know that when you forget it, that's when you're in your zone and that's where you're fully connected. Now, you know to that that's where you're gravitating towards and the awareness of when you start to get into your head, what does that feel like? And what do you start to notice when that happens and and register? That's when I just lost my audience. That's when I just disconnected from them. That's when they moved on to another podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So then for the upcoming teaser, usually I I try to transition from that in a way that like reengages the audience. It means the world that you make this time every week to spend with me. And I hope you found value in what Anthony shared with you today. By the way, we've linked all of his socials in the show notes. So go click through, connect with him on social media, download his book, follow him, learn from him. He's got so much wisdom to share with you. And by the way, next week, I have something kind of crazy that I want to share with you that happened to me this past week. And if you've ever had a time in your life or in your business where you've noticed how your inner thoughts really connect with the results that you're able to achieve or not achieve in your business, well, this is one of those instances because last week I lost my voice completely. I would start again because when you were doing the part with Anthony and all that that ends after the interview... The thought that came into my head was get to the point because yeah. many fluff, fluffy stuff in there that was unnecessary and people won't even get to what's coming up next week. They're just going to move on because it's the end of the episode. It's got to be short and sweet. <laughs> Look, we should air this on the podcast at some point. That would be hilarious. Totally. <laughs> I'm up for it. <laughs> like, look behind the scenes at who you thought who you. You thought Courtney had it all together, but clearly she does not know what she's talking about. I think it's great. It's like, you know, even coaches need coaches. Okay. So short to the point. To the point. Think of it like (laughs) a commercial, like a 30, 60 second commercial. They're not going to add all the fluff words. 
Yes. I think this is literally how I need to just do my notes going forward. Like thank my listeners, connect with Anthony and then talk about this stuff and then be done. Because if yeah, I'm just trying it. to do it without anything, then it, then I feel like I'm kind of floundering and then I start exactly. rambling and then I get in my head about the rambling. Exactly. You just need enough to to know where it's leading, what points you need to hit and you're good. Okay. And thank you so much for tuning in and taking the time to listen to another episode of Anti-Fragile Entrepreneurship. And make sure to go to the show notes if you want to connect with Anthony. We've got all his socials linked there. We've got his book linked there. You can follow him and continue learning from him. That's rambling. You don't need all that. Okay. Just I'm just I'm stopping you just so you know. Thank like you. I'm glad this is helpful. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, but this Surprise. is good. Like, so this is good. where your audience is like. That that's where they're going to not listen. They won't make it to the teaser. Yes, they don't just, need that's like I always think of it like Taylor Swift. Like if you look, listen to her old songs, she'd be like, I liked a boy and he was in high school. So was I. And we walked to the corner shop and then we bought <laughs> a milkshake. It had two straws. But then you listen to her more current stuff and it's it's not like all the bells and whistles. She gets to the point now. Uh-huh. So just watch. It's like you said, make sure you follow him. He's got a book. He's got this. He's got that. We don't need to know that. It's all in the show notes. And I think I'm overthinking it because we're actually doing this together. Like, I think if I were really doing this on my own, I probably wouldn't overthink it. Well, maybe John would disagree. He'd be like, no, Courtney, you record these freaking outros like 12 times. You do overthink it. <laughs> you do overthink it. But I think when I'm like, when I, from this point forward to prepare my notes, now that I'm like, not like scripting every damn word, like that it's just going to be boom, boom, boom. And then I'll think about the transitions and then I just can just like say it Mm -hmm. as opposed to right now where I'm like really nutting it out. Yeah. Okay. Nutting it out is boring. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode with me here this week. And look, go to the show notes to connect with Anthony. He's got lots of good stuff for you there. And that got me thinking how powerful your voice is. Like whether you're in a discovery call, whether you're teaching a workshop, doing a podcast, it's, it's literally your tool that's unique to you in all aspects of your business. But did you know that your thoughts have the power to quiet your voice? Because that's what happened to me last week when I lost my voice. And next week, I'm going to tell you just how powerful your thoughts are and how much they affect your message. That's coming up next week. So make sure you join me back here for another episode. And until then, let's go out and grow through what we go through together. Good. How did that feel? Better. I think it was the best take. It was still a little rambly at the end, but I think it was the best take. And I think it's like, the 70% perfect point at this point. Exactly. Sometimes I, think- I do reach that point where I'm just like, okay, can it be more perfect? Probably. Uh, no, I but- think that's good. I think you let that one land as it is. And as you get more familiar and comfortable with this format, it will get better and better. I think where you lost it is just in that last sentence where you were reading it and it didn't mm-hmm. feel as forced and emphasized as before. It was much lighter but there was still a little bit of that, like, I needed to land coming through, yeah, yeah. but not even felt that too. That's from definitely the reading. Yeah. It's in the reading. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, now, now, you know. Yep. 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 And I think if I'm typing something out like that, then I just need to be really mindful. First of all, 
type it out, be prepared. Like you said, set it free, know that it's there. But then also if I need to kind of glance at my notes to not feel like I have to say it word for word, but just yeah. like, let it come out. And I think that's what I default to is like, if I f- lose my place and then I look and then I see the words and then I say the words, but I don't, I don't speak the words. I deliver the words, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you can do a couple of takes. You can do one where, you know, you let yourself read it as it is on the screen. And then another one where you just improvise it, you know, you know, the things that are meant to be there and you just let it come out. Yes. Okay. Good. (laughs) This was really helpful to go through this like this and to do it and to have you just like catch me. Yeah, Because I do find that when I'm recording by myself, I will catch myself doing things and then I'll stop and then I'll start over. And then it becomes like this song and dance between me and my thoughts yeah. where I am repeating myself 20 times. And by the time I'm on take 20, it's like, what are we even doing? I need to start fresh another day. You know, it just kind yeah. of gets to where it's ugh, like I just get in that rut. Mm-hmm. And I really love to be able to just, you know, one or two takes and then be done. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be one hit wonder, but just like get more, I don't know if effective is the right word, but just um, trust myself more. I think trust. that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. It's a trust thing. Yeah. I really hope that listening to this session and listening to me fumble over my words and not get it right like 400 times was helpful for you. And that more importantly, you were able to pick up on some of the things that Catherine was teaching me and now be able to go and apply those to your podcast too. So I've linked Catherine up in the show notes so you can go connect with her. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about, is there a best time to start a podcast? And if you have a podcast, did you start it? at the best time? And if not, what can you do now to help give yourself a competitive edge in your category? That's all coming up in the next episode to help you make your business binge-worthy.